have a lot in common, some really similar experiences, and some wildly different ones. We met because of beer. We bonded over comedy. But maybe the thing we love most is bread. And each other. Oh, do we though? Whatever. You know you love me. How about you just pass the bread? Man, I was having a hard time tonight on that a zoom show because i kept seeing my face laughing and all i could think about was like how fat my face was gotten over quarantine (laughs) yeah and that was like i just kind of had to like sit there and try and like just be like this is your face it's fine you are who you are stop judging yourself Mm -hmm. but i think all that crowds into my head is just like you're disgusting whenever i see my face oh i 100 percent relate Mm -hmm. that's why when I'm doing these Zoom things, I hike my computer up to an unnatural height and angle it in such a way. <laughs> and I mean, tonight's Zoom was with friends and people I don't care about how I look around, but oh yeah, yeah. my face from the side should be as was caught on camera last weekend, I believe. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> By a professional by a photographer, professional photographer <laughs> who instinctly, very wisely, made me just a blurry background, <laughs> and I appreciate that. I mean, that's a kind person. Truly, if you put also you put your his, face up his, or your hand up, his artistic integrity was on the line. <laughs> if he wouldn't have blurred me, <laughs> <laughs> because the person he was photographing was gorgeous had a jaw that could cut glass she was beautiful so i didn't need to be in focus in any way (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, man man. well besides that how has your week been Mm, compared to last week Uh uh-huh um, on the upswing. Okay. Last week was rough, as mentioned. <laughs> uh, this week's been okay. A conversation was had that, like, simmered me down. Okay. Which, it was brief, but helpful. And, um, you know, I haven't cried in, like, four or five days. Hey, that's so that's much a, progress. That's a win at this point. <laughs> Feeling less. Love it. <laughs> yep. My, my numbing tendencies have taken over and it's great. Okay. And now I'm good. We're better. Well, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm fine. You're fine. Nothing hurts you. Exactly. <laughs> it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Everything's fine. It's my favorite uh, line. Uh-huh. No, I know. Everything's fine. Uh-huh. It's all good. <laughs> what was your week? Um, you know, uh, it's kind of weird because um, I'm trying to think. Yesterday was uh, the one-year anniversary of me officially starting to work from home. Mm. Um, so I have been working from home for a full calendar year, and that was just kind of weird 
to think about because I remember that day so clearly. Um, just like how I was feeling and like how scared I was and was like, am I even going to have a job in it in six months? Like, I remember you having that like very so much uncertainty around the future, which I think we all did, but you definitely were feeling that. Yeah. In a way. I I had so much anxiety around that. Um, but what was kind of uh, ironic or like fun about that was that yesterday was also the day that I was finally able to uh, secure an appointment to get my first vaccine shot. Oh, this is so exciting. Yes. <laughs> so um, Can't that... wait to welcome you to the club. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait to join that club. Oh, my God. Let it's so good out here. tell you. Uh, I'm excited. Um, but, yeah, it was just, like, kind of weird to think about, like, oh, a year ago I was freaking out about it, and then a year later I get to kind of be like, all right, well, I'm still working from home. It doesn't look like that's going to change, but I'm getting a vaccine Mm -hmm. for this crazy thing. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm going to, you know, still wear my mask and do all those things, but like be able to go out a little bit more or like go to a comedy show again. Oh my gosh. Live. No more Zoom comedy, like live. No, it's going to be, I'm so excited for you to join because I mean, I've been living a little more recklessly i guess i mean still safely but i've been out a lot more than you have but i'm so excited for you to come out with me (laughs) yeah i can't wait to uh come to some of the open mics that you've been putting together or (laughs) comedy shows however you want to put it uh i don't put together mics i put together (laughs) real shows ticketed events Um, that cost money to attend so sorry i was just you did just witness my virtual mic which is just the best time in my opinion (laughs) yep uh that was that was fresh in my brain but no like i'm and also like a new brewery opened in east nashville that you're hosting a show at it's a good one too i'm excited to to think about doing those things in about five weeks no oh yeah because you have to get your second yeah because i have to get the booster and then i have to wait two weeks uh until i am good to go well yeah but um i don't know yeah i mean you know this about me i'm like someone who thinks about dates a lot like as far as like time passing or just like Mm -hmm. thinking about those things like um this past weekend was also like marked like five years that i'd been at my job which made me think about time a lot and being like oh i've i've been in nashville five years oh you mean how you finally posted instagram for the first time in seven (laughs) months about it uh since october yes i don't know if i liked it but i intentionally skipped over it (laughs) the first time i saw it i was like i'm not feeding into this bullshit (laughs) oh you mean the only time that i'll like remotely put my thoughts and emotions out there yeah (laughs) that's fair it was seven years and... <laughs> oh. Yep. Oh, what an idiot. She likes uh, to think about time passing. <laughs> you do, though. Like, you dates mean have a lot of meaning to you, and I don't know the dates of anything in my life <laughs> to be, like... I can remember me and my child's birthday. I, I can remember, like, five birthdays. I don't even know. My dad's birthday is like one of three dates, and I don't <laughs> ever get it right. Um, and I couldn't tell you like the date I moved anywhere. And I've had some like major life changes, and 
I don't know when they happened. Yeah. No, I'm I'm the complete opposite. I remember mm-hmm. all my friends' birthdays. I remember the day I moved. I remember the day I started. So wild. I remember the day, you know, like sometimes like when I find out certain things, that'll just like be marked in my brain. It's weird. Yeah. My brain remembers I mean, some not random weird. shit. I think, I it mean, doesn't I f- need to. I think a lot of people probably could relate. I just... I don't know. Maybe it's... I just uh, attach a lot less weight to things. Probably. Because everything is sort of like whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think we've talked about this, how like <laughs> I take so many things... Well, not so many things. I take some things very seriously. Yeah. And, uh, and for me, I think my choices work. My, my friendships, those are, mm-hmm. those are up there on the list. Yeah. Where you place your significance. Yeah. 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 It's fair. Mm-hmm. Are you going to remember the day we ate muffins? Oh, for sure. That's, that's going to be <laughs> locked in. Although I don't know if these muffins are going to be particularly memorable in a good way. So, yeah, you made I, muffins this week. I did. And we went with a savory route as opposed to a traditional sweet route. Because I know you love a savory I option. do love a savory option. And I also baked a cake this week, so... Which I have already consumed. I felt like there needed to be some balance. Um, mm-hmm. What was your... Okay, so, um, y'all, I made a uh, chocolate stout cake with a cream cheese icing because that's really the only kind of icing I like because that that cream cheese cuts the sweetness so it's like a richer thing and the beer that went into this cake was mm-hmm. Jackalope's Abominable Snowman which is a mm-hmm. mocha stout that's like nine percent so I was all about that um what do you think about the cake Kaylee? Well I think I mean I think it's interesting that you think that the cream cheese is cutting the sweetness because I actually found the frosting to be the sweetest part. Oh, okay. The cake was more like that, not bitter, but it had like the richer chocolate mm-hmm. flavor and not like a sweet, fudgy pudding kind of flavor. There's a shit ton of butter in that batter. I mean, it's a deli- it was the perfect amount of wet and moist. <laughs> trigger words for some of people some some of people some of the people um no it was a good density thank you and um yeah not overly sweet which is my preference mm-hmm. it truly is i like us that, that that bitter chocolate kind of dark rich yumminess yeah i'm a fan it All was right. delicious i ate the whole slice <laughs> it was my first meal of the day <laughs> and now i get to eat the muffin which is my second meal of the uh, day. <laughs> yeah so i also made a bacon cheddar cornbread mm. muffin um i'm excited i will say that frying up the bacon for this was the like this is this is why i don't think that these muffins are going to be amazing uh or that this recipe was not great is because the uh frying of the bacon smelled better than the baking of the muffins i think that is impossible to avoid fair frying bacon cooking bacon is a an aroma that is hard to replicate once you put it into anything baked. Yeah, but I'm talking about like, you know, last week when I made that no-need bread. Like that smell just like permeated the apartment in a way that was very pleasing. Mm-hmm. These muffins, not the same experience. Because the bacon trumped it. Fair. As bacon will do. True. So if you wanted the experience of what you were smelling when you were baking the bacon, you should have just eaten the bacon. All sizzling right out of the pan. 
but I had a limited number of slices left and they all needed to go in this muffin. Oh, so, oh. you know, I was trying to... Were you eating clearance bacon? Of you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling me poor? <laughs> Frugal. <laughs> Budget conscious. <laughs> Am I feeding you end of the pack yeah, bacon? Well, I mean, that's what you just made. It's not like you're, we were down to a strip and a half, so I really had to stretch it out. I mean, I'm taking up so much more baking since we started this podcast, so i got to make those grocery dollars stretch. No, I literally, for the recipe I'm making next week, had to go buy more flour. <laughs> yeah, I was out of all purpose after that no-need bread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, after my soda bread, my my flour container is getting low, so I went and bought a whole new five-pound bag. Which, like, shout out uh, King Arthur Flour Company if you want to sponsor us. (laughs) I'm all about that. All about that. Also, any flour company, we will take any money from any of you. Kroger brand, we're here. Did you grow up with bluebird flour? No. Okay. That was a flour that my mom had often that came in, like, a cotton sack. Oh, so like that organic shit? I mean, it could have been organic, but it was the 90s. Like, uh, nothing was organic in the <laughs> 90s. But it came in like a a cotton bag, and I feel like it was bigger than your typical. It was bigger than like a five-pound like paper bag you get from the store. It was, I don't even know, maybe a 10-pound sack of flour, but it had like this really beautiful like bluebird illustration on the on the fabric. And then my mom would reuse the bag. Like, she would use them for store, whatever, when the flour ran out. They had, yeah. like, a cotton drawstring on them. To she was ahead close. of the times. Like, being all She was very granola. Yeah. Um, well, you know how, like, last week I was kind of talking about how um, whole wheat flour was, like, a whole thing? Like, mm-hmm. that was one of the things um, what I neglected to mention in that was that... Um, we ground our own whole wheat flour Mm. because at one point uh, my parents were Y2K preppers (laughs) and so we had a flour mill in the basement we had my um, parents were just hoping for the rapture so they didn't have to prepare (laughs) for anything uh no but like and my dad to this day will still like go grind some like fresh whole wheat flour for my mom if she's like doing some baking so I grew up with uh home ground flour and thought that that was just like fairly normal and usually mm. she would do like a half and half with like a regular like all-purpose flour and then that whole wheat and that was kind of the combo interesting yeah no my i mean i don't know where this flour came i don't know if it was from like the local grocery store i don't know where it was coming from because i certainly haven't seen it since i was a kid but i mean what does the grinding process look like well, it's like that mill where it's kind of like that funnel where you like put the, I guess you want to call them like wheat berries in the top. And then you literally like hand crank in like a circle motion and it feeds through almost like we also had a oat press at one point where you would like flatten out the oats for oatmeal or whatever. But it just like presses it and grinds it into a flour. So that's wild. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I just pulled Kaylee. up a photo of this bluebird flower. Yeah. That's it, that's a happy bluebird. I mean, it was, yeah, these big 10-pound bags. It looks like you can still buy it. Who knew? Anyway. Well, with all the baking we're about to be doing, you should maybe I get should that 10-bag. 10, 10 bag. Throw it back. Yeah, for real. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So what what are your thoughts on this muffin? All right. I'll tell you in a minute because my okay. mouth is actually full of it. <laughs> it's less cornbread than I like. It okay. doesn't taste a lot like. How much cornmeal did you use? It was half a cup of cornmeal to a cup of uh, flour. all-purpose flour. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because it doesn't have that like. Greeniness. I was sort of yeah, like a little bit of that graininess. I also find cornbread, even when you make a savory one, tends to have some sweetness. Hmm. I don't, I'm not getting any sweetness. Um, no, there was no sugar in this recipe. Like, yeah. It was cornmeal, flour, salt, um, baking powder, mm-hmm. and then a cup of, um, I used a white cheddar um, in the mm-hmm. dough. And then. Did you also put some on top? Yes. Because there's I, a little bit you can, like, yep. that baked in to, on the top. It said to reserve a fourth a cup on top. Um, and I used a traditional, like, yellow sharp cheddar on top because. That is what I had and needed to be used up. Fucking budget muffins. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then it also called for uh, like six to eight strips of bacon um, fried okay. up, crisp, kind of ground up to get those like smaller mm-hmm. pieces. And then the wet ingredients were uh, a cup of milk, a fourth a cup of oil, and one egg. And then it called for, and I cannot, mm, I cannot taste this at all, even though I doubled the amount. Um, but it called for half a teaspoon of sriracha. So I put in a teaspoon. I can't oh. taste any of it. So I feel like I would maybe triple it because I would like that heat hmm. um, a little bit more. And then. Once you get them in the cupcake tin or muffin tin, whatever you want to call it, um, sprinkle a little bit of cheese on top. Um, but I, the only flavor that I'm getting in this is bacon. Nothing else is really coming through for me. That's okay. So I disagree. Oh, okay. I think the bacon doesn't have a very strong flavor. <laughs> but now that you've said sriracha, I've got that. I can't taste it at all. Yeah. No, I really do. And that's because most when I, so savory, especially cornbread, I've made a lot of like green chili. Oh. And jalapeno based cornbread. You made a jalapeno cheddar cornbread Mm. that like, I want you to make for me again. Like, (laughs) like I didn't get to try it last time. So I want you to make that at some point for our cornbread episode Mm -hmm. because it looked beautiful and delicious. delicious. Yeah. So I like a spicy and I, I don't get spice from this, but I do have I'm I do taste that sriracha like vinegary hmm. more than the bacon because okay. I literally just pulled a piece of bacon out to taste it, and I didn't get anything that strong from it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm unimpressed with the texture of it because I it it's a little dry for me. I think it's a little more. I think of muffins as being a little lighter, mm-hmm. and this is a little more cakey. Mm-hmm. A that. little dense. Mm-hmm. I wonder if part of that might be, like, the cornmeal, cornbread aspect of it. Because, like, I rarely like a cornbread because I feel like it's just so dry and, like, not what I want. Not when I make it. Well, I'm... Also, I don't, change my I don't typically do muff, like, cornbread in muffin cups. I do it in, like, a cake pan or, like, a... Okay. Where you cut it into squares kind of a thing. I mean, I, I think I've probably done them in muffin muffin cups. But cornbread to me is like sliced and squared and that vibe. Okay. 
But see, muffin, when I hear muffin, my instinct is sweeter muffins, breakfast muffins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mom you often made like bran muffins. Oh, my mom did that a lot too. And I mean, there was always blueberry. I mean, that feels like the most classic with like the big uh, granulated sugar on top. Mm-hmm. That streusel topping. Mm, oh, or the streusel. Mm-hmm. Also that topping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so muffins to me, my correlation to them is just sweeter, and then these savory things are usually in a a pan. But I mean, I don't hate it; I'd eat it okay. if it was like warm with soup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, that makes sense. I um, I'm trying to think. Like, I definitely grew up with a lot of bran muffins mm-hmm. um, and some zucchini. Yeah, zucchini muffins. and carrot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or like, a, oh, what do they call them? Oh, I think it's like uh, morning glory muffins where it's like it's zucchini, carrot, usually some bran is like that healthy option. Yep. Yep. Um, and it's usually sweetened with like honey instead of sugar, like that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my favorite uh, muffin recipe that I make is a pumpkin muffin. Oh, I've had them. Yes. You make a great pumpkin muffin. And the secret ingredient in those pumpkin muffins is coconut oil. Oh. Which you cannot instead taste. Instead of butter? Or what is that substituting? Yeah, instead of butter and oil. Because, like, these called for, like, just, like, a regular oil, which I was... I. I initially thought about swapping it out for coconut oil, Mm -hmm. and then I didn't because I was worried about whether or not that flavor would come through. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, those pumpkin muffins, um, my shout out to my friend Molly. Uh, One time when I was living back in Ohio, she hosted, uh, I want to say it was like a Galentine Day brunch Mm -hmm. uh, at her place, and she made these pumpkin muffins, and I was like, what are these like these are amazing <laughs> and she gave me the recipe and i've been like making them ever since um so that's probably like my favorite muffin recipe i've also made a nutella swirl um muffin that pairs so well with a raspberry jam very into it um i don't Kaylee like nutella so not in the nutella <laughs> <laughs> which is why i did not make them <laughs> And I also didn't think you were super into pumpkin. Why am I thinking that? Oh, I like pumpkin. Okay. okay. I mean, I don't admit it between the months of like August to November because I don't oh, want to be God one of those people. God forbid you be basic. Yeah. But <laughs> no, a pumpkin muffin's good, especially like a cream cheese, like a real good mm. cream cheese. Oh, man. I had a disappointing Frosting. pumpkin muffin experience when I was driving out to Montana this last summer. Mm-hmm. I'd spent the night in Kansas, uh, this tiny town in, in Kansas, and stopped at a coffee shop to, like, grab coffee and breakfast on my way out. And they had a pumpkin muffin. And I was like, oh, that looks great. I'll, like, grab that. And somewhere on the highway <laughs> in Kansas, I finally got hungry enough and, like, went to take a bite. And it had raisins in yeah, it. you're really not into raisins. I'm really not. I'm definitely not into a surprise raisin. <laughs> like, if you're going to put raisins in something one (laughs) let me know say that this is a pumpkin raisin muffin i wonder what what is that aversion from i don't i I love i mean i don't i won't lie there's a i'm the only one in this house that loves them (laughs) (laughs) but i have a very large bag of just straight raisins that i eat 
oh, I'll eat a handful of plain raisins. Like, I like regular raisins. I just don't want them hidden in a baked good. Okay, but here's something. Maybe this is something we try. Well, I don't know if you like it. But I recently heard about a raisin bread avocado toast. And not a sweet, not like a cinnamon toast raisin. Okay. Just like a bread with raisins. Okay. Toasted with avocado. And everything I read said that that combination of that sweet with the avocado is like met like people are losing their minds over it <laughs> and i can't wait to try to recreate one okay because i eat avocado toast a few times a week that is usually the only meal i have many times until about 10 p.m <laughs> <laughs> i mean it has a lot of things you want it's a good combo i love it because like, it can make it spicy mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But That's... the raisin thing makes it interesting. Oh, I top that with an egg and a little bit of sriracha, and that is... See, I don't love eggs that much. Oh, I love an egg. Sriracha, yeah. I'll do sriracha, chili flakes, some olive oil, mm-hmm. big chunks of salt, lemon. Anyway, this is not the avocado toast episode. <laughs> it's not. We'll now have Wait, one. So, okay, so you have a surprise raisin pumpkin... Which that to me that combo sounds fine because there's already that like nutmeggy cinnamony thing going on with yeah, pumpkin I, usually. I get that 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 like makes sense, but like I was not into it, and I was also driving, so I couldn't sit there and like individually pick out all the raisins, as I am wont to do. Um, so I just had to deal Did with you just it. Roll down your window and. <laughs> oh no! I ate the whole thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> waste a pumpkin muffin. <laughs> I'll be annoyed, but I'll eat it. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I love our approaches. They're so different. Uh, well, I'm all about being budget conscious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I assume you had some of this in growing up too, but like you eat what's in front of you. Yep. You yeah. do not waste food. Yeah. You finish what's on your plate. Turns Doesn't... out as an adult, that's no longer a mindset that I subscribe to. Ooh, that's a mindset I'm trying to break. <laughs> I mean, we've even gone out to like, well, we tried. We only got to do it like a couple times before the world ended. But like to have like one night out, like a sort of formal, nice Mm. meal, dress up, night out. That was always our Christmas thing. Yeah. And I remember you were like so appalled with me for not eating more. Like we went to City House and got a pizza and I only wanted like a slice of it. Oh yeah. And you were like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Well, we have other food." <laughs> yeah, because we like split a pizza and then also like a pasta dish. And I was all about the pizza, and I was also like, "I'm not taking leftovers," so like I'm eating this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm happy to leave food. Like, well, for me, <laughs> I think I've kind of realized like part of it is like uh, I was taught to ignore like fullness cues because Mm. it wasn't about when I was done it was about like when my plate was empty Mm -hmm. and I feel like so much of uh being an adult is like reparenting yourself in these weird Mm -hmm. ways and kind of being like no it's okay if you don't finish this like it's more important that you like honor your hunger or your fullness than it is like cleaning your plate Mm -hmm. but um that is a hard one for me to unlearn that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as I'm done, like I get grossed out at the thought of food really fast after I've had a certain amount. Like it, j- I get to a point I'm like, mm, 
no, I don't need to put anything else in my mouth. <laughs> that is, I envy that. <laughs> but why? Because I look exactly the same as you. <laughs> yeah, but in some ways it feels it feels healthier because like you're you are paying attention to like what your body is telling you. But also, I like don't eat for days on end, yeah, which is not healthy. That. True. I lost seven pounds last week without thinking oh, about it because I was just like, well, food's not a thing that I'm doing right now. Like the thought of eating sometimes exhausts me or grosses me out. Even Mm. though I love food, I love bread. (laughs) Uh But I get like, like that's my, like some people are like, oh my God, I'm so starving after a workout. Don't come near me with food after. I'm like so grossed out by like, I can't explain it. No, that's, that's interesting. I don't, I don't identify with that <laughs> at all. Because, Do you get hungry after a workout? Mm, not immediately. Like, I don't come in from a run and I'm like, I I need to eat now. Yeah. It's more like I come in from a run and I'm like, I immediately want to shower. Mm-hmm. And then after, like, after that, after I've had some water, and usually it's like, I feel like an hour and a half to two hours, then I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Like, mm. I need to eat. Um but I also like wake up hungry and I think I like food can stress me out like planning for it or cooking or like all of those things but like I also um I guess I have a lot of anxiety around being hungry I don't know what that is Hmm. where it's like if I'm hungry that's all I can really like focus on and I'm like oh I need to fix this problem where it's like it seems like you don't get hungry or you like just ignore it I don't get that like I think very, very rarely do I get to that point where I'm like, I have that feeling of like, oh my God, I'm starving. And usually if I get to that point where I'm like, oh, I need food, I like, I feel like physically weak. (laughs) (laughs) But like throughout the day, no, never. I don't wake up hungry. Breakfast is the last thing I want. Um, And I, this is... (laughs) I would be super okay with having a mostly liquid diet. <laughs> like, because in the morning I'll drink water and coffee typically. Okay. And that holds me over until about 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have water at my desk at all times. And I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm also drinking water throughout the day, but I feel like this was one of those things where like, so, I mean, I think I told you this, but like a couple months ago, I started working with a dietitian Mm -hmm. because I kind of realized I was like, I like the pandemic like brought up, mm, I think these trends had been there all the time, but I was like, oh, I'm a little disordered around some of my eating Mm -hmm. and it's a part of it may be a control thing, like all of this stuff, but I was realizing that I was just kind of hungry all the time and not eating as much as I should because I was counting calories and really, mm. really trying to, you know, cause God, the worst <laughs> thing that could happen in a pandemic is that you gain weight. Like, well, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> same. Um, so I started working with a dietitian and she kind of, like when we were talking about it, she was like, you are only like, cause she had me like write down everything that I was eating and then whether like how long it kept me full. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of pointing out, she was like, 
after an hour and a half, you're always hungry. Like you're not eating enough, which was like a weird thing because I was like, okay, yeah, but I'm like fat. So like, shouldn't my body mm. be like eating itself? She was like, mm, that's not how starving yourself <laughs> works. No, I think I'm a perfect example <laughs> of that. <laughs> um, but I think that was kind of like a wake up call of being like, oh, I I need to like eat more. But like, she was like, you need to start snacking. And like, mm. I don't snack previously because I, in my house, that was bad. Oh, see, I think, yeah, I, because I don't know, there is something about the way you, like, you prepare food. Like when I met you, especially you were doing a ton of like meal prepping for the week mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And me, I love cooking. And I love to make like a really great dish. But if I have to do that more than once a week, Mm -hmm. I'm not interested. And so I'll make like something on a day when I have time. Either it'll be something that I've been thinking about for a week and I'll maybe do it on a weeknight. Or I cook something really great on a weekend. I'll eat it. (laughs) I'll eat it once. And then, you know, feed juniper and stuff. But I don't want it again. (laughs) I don't like to eat the same food twice. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. (laughs) Which is why, like, when I've tried to do, like, these meal plans and kind of diety things, like, not even necessarily diet, but just, like, oh, here's, like, responsible food to eat for the next five days. After I've had it on Monday, I'm not going to eat it on Tuesday. So it's a very wasteful thing for me to do. I found it was, like, whereas, like, Matt, he could eat the same thing for a week straight. Mm Mm-hmm. to total satisfaction yeah and i mean i remember when we were first probably still dating i don't even think we were married he would get like he would fixate on something and it would be like fried rice right and he would eat it he would make a huge batch of it and then eat it for the next week and i would come home that day two and it would smell like fried rice in our house and I would want to die. Like, <laughs> okay. I don't, I had that yesterday. Yeah. And I can't do like, friends want to go get burgers. If I've had a burger in the last five days, I've already had one of those. Mm-hmm. I don't need another one. Okay, so that's interesting because I identify with that. Like, if I've gone out to eat something in the last like week, I don't want to do that same thing again Yeah. in the week. But... Uh, part of the reason that like, cause I still do, I still do meal prep stuff yeah. where I like to cook on the weekends and then just eat it all week. And a major part of that is like laziness mm-hmm. because after I've worked all day, even if it's in my house, the last thing that I want to do is make myself do one more thing. Right. That's why I don't eat. Yeah. Cause I already cooked once this week. But this is where I'm more like Matt and I'm like, if I like something, I can eat it all. I'll eat it for the same meal all week. And like, I think this was super interesting for me when I went out to Montana to live with um, my friend and her family is because one, (laughs) I hadn't lived with other people in like seven years. Mm -hmm. So there was a thing, but it was also like every night because like she has like a teenage son and her husband so like every night was like a different meal and I was really curious to be like oh is this going to change how I feel about like eating the same thing for dinner every night when I come back to Nashville and it was interesting because I came back and I was like "Mm, no I'm still fine doing this because I don't want to cook every night I guess the motivation is the same I don't want to cook every night either either 
Um, so I just don't. You just eat. don't. Like sometimes I'll eat a second helping the next day. Like sometimes I'll do it the next day, especially if it was really good, but not by the like the following dinner time. <laughs> it's been a frustration. I mean, it was certainly a frustration in our marriage. <laughs> and I just can't. I can't. I don't know. Because I like, when I cook, I like to make this really good thing, but it also feels like a special occasion. Like, not a special occasion, but it feels like I put in all this work and made this, yeah, like, thing that effort. I don't normally make. And so I just want to, like, enjoy it in that moment. And, and then, then never again. And then once it goes into like a container in the fridge, I'm like, well, it's not special anymore. Yeah, it's old news. <laughs> On to the next. <laughs> Fair. I don't know. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's my body nice. doesn't reflect that. I. I mean, it, I think my body probably does reflect that I don't eat because my body is doing what it wants. I also, when I was. Ooh, I want to say 21 or 22. I don't remember exactly. But that's when I was, like, diagnosed with hypothyroid, which means my, my metabolism hates me anyway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went on levothyroxine and would double down on the doses in hopes of, like, <laughs> I really, really, really wanted to get to hyperthyroid without losing my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. And mind you, I was so much smaller then. (laughs) But I did go through, like, when it happened, the reason I even went into the doctor about it was because I gained in probably, like, a three-month period, like, 40 pounds. Like, I, I, like, blew up to the point where, like, I had stretch marks and hadn't had children <laughs> you yeah. know like my I had like all these crazy stretch marks all of a sudden and I was like I don't know what's happening and at first they thought it was like Cushing's disease which is um an over my understanding I'm obviously no expert but my understanding is that my body was producing too much testosterone and so it like grew too much really fast okay which is Cushing's disease Cushing's disease I don't remember exactly they ruled that out, but they were like, oh, but your thyroid definitely doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, I was on thyroid medicine until I had cancer. And um, me being the very health aware person that I am, I just never started taking it again. <laughs> uh, so for sure, my metabolism doesn't work. Which is probably part of... <laughs> yeah, I... I imagine if I got on it, I would drop a lot of weight. Then, well, also, it, it might help to just go on it in general. So, like, what's the holdup? I mean, it's just a hassle. I've done enough medical things. I don't need to go. Because getting tested for it was also... Maybe it's different now, but I had to go in... I had an endocrinologist, endo, endocrinologist, and I had to go in every week and get my blood tested again as they were adjusting my levels. Ugh. And that included doing these fasts where I had to pee. They gave me like a, not just like pee in a cup, they gave me a jug <laughs> and I had to collect my pee. Like <laughs> it sat next to the toilet for like a week and it was Stop. like a week's worth of urine. No. Yes. It was like oh a hassle. God. So no, I don't feel like doing Okay, that. fair, fair. <laughs> I take back what I said. <laughs> yes, the healthy thing to do would be to go get this in check. I realize that as I'm 
I'm basically pushing 40 at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, I should You're really... at least four years away from pushing 40. Let's, let's no, be real I'm here. not. You're 34. Okay, I'll be 35 this year. That is halfway to fucking You'll 40. You'll be 35 in October. It doesn't matter. That's halfway <laughs> to 40. Halfway through my 30s to my 40. Like, I should get on top of my health. I'm aware of that. But, but regardless <laughs> no i think i've i've also been worried about my thyroid um but for well kind of for a different reason because like my dad had uh hyper thyroidism mm-hmm. lucky man <laughs> uh that turned into a tumor yeah, it's not it's not good <laughs> that uh like which actually ended up, you know, turning out into this uh, interesting thing where they did an MRI because mm-hmm. his neck had gotten so much bigger mm-hmm. uh, and then discovered a brain tumor in addition to that tumor on his thyroid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was an interesting time in my life um, because... Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll get to that story at some point. I don't really want to go too too deep into it, yeah. but he had his thyroid removed, so now he's been taking thyroxin since mm-hmm. I was eleven. Oh, that's a while ago. Yeah, I was like a yeah. solid two decades. Yeah, no, I mean knowing about my thyroid is probably the only reason I went and had the lump in my neck checked, uh-huh. which turned out to be cancer unrelated. But I assume because it was in the same area as where my thyroid was, had it been on another part of my body i probably would have ignored it so much longer (laughs) but i was like oh that's my thyroid i think or near it so i thought i had thyroid cancer and they're like no mm -mm. different just lymphoma oh god (laughs) man (laughs) but i don't know i think our bodies just process things differently i assume that if i ate more throughout the day my metabolism might actually try to work uh-huh it wouldn't be in starvation <laughs> but see, mode here's the thing that storing I, everything what i think is so interesting like interesting about you is i don't think i could ever be honest with a dietitian <laughs> <laughs> why i i don't want i have it's like therapy though yeah, well, oh, all right, I fair. don't I don't do great at that either uh-huh. because <laughs> I don't have any interest in outside opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Which we've kind of covered even with like compliments. Like it has no value uh-huh. to me. Uh-huh. I don't value what you're saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh. therapy's also like a thing that I've struggled with because I don't Oh, how do I phrase this? Oh, just spit it out. I'm waiting. I want to go and tell them what's going on, and I want them to just give me the answer so I can go apply it. (laughs) And therapy, turns out, is you giving yourself your own answers. Uh Which I don't have time for. Uh So. Uh (laughs) No, that's that's interesting. I I think... So a dietitian being... if. See, I don't know. I feel like if it, first of all, I don't know how honest I'd be with them. And also, I mean, maybe you can enlighten me because I don't exactly know how it works. But if they were, if they told me to like, okay, so go home and do these things, I think my stubbornness would be like, 
nah <laughs> i'm just gonna come back next week and tell you it didn't work <laughs> well i think this is maybe like one of the differences again between us where like if i if i go to a dietitian or like a therapist like i have made up my mind that like i'm to gonna do something. this yeah like i'm gonna i'm gonna face this head on i'm gonna address it i want to like get into the shit and and mm-hmm. see what's there so like with the dietitian like they're there were some things where I was like, I, I think it's like one of those things where it's like, as you're saying it, you're just like, who this is fucked up. Yeah, like, for sure. You kind of realize it. Um, the same with like therapy. But I think I feel like, I mean, I just had a session with a dietitian last week and I feel like I've hit a wall where I'm just like, I think I'm done. Um, Why? Because it no longer feels beneficial. Like, I feel like I've gotten, I've gotten the help in the area that I needed or like kind of realized some things, but like the issues that I'm still dealing with, like are all like same with like therapy. Like when I stopped going to my therapist, like last year where I was just like, okay, I know, I know the answers or like, I know how to talk myself through this problem. Like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna give me a revelation that I can't get to on my own anymore. Um, Mm. and I think that there's a certain, cause like I will also occasionally hit that stubbornness too, where I'm just kind of like, "Mm, all right, I think, I think I've gotten everything out of this that I can. And the rest is on me to decide. Yeah. But I also had that thing where like, I remember telling my therapist and like, I was laughing at myself when I said this, but I was just like. No, I thought I could come in and do, like, therapy perfectly because, like, I'm insane. Mm. Um, but, like, I go into things. Yeah, that's not my <laughs> mindset. I go in and I'm like, can you just, like, fix, like, this whole part of my life? Mm. And I go in. And they in, say no. <laughs> and I want to do it right which doesn't exist. Exactly. There's no doing therapy, right? Exactly. Just like there's no like tell there's me how to do this. There's 100% doing it wrong and it's the way I do it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. If I pulled up how much money I've spent on therapy for therapy I haven't actually. <laughs> <laughs> but my ther- like I feel like it's also that thing of like you have to figure out what works for you cuz like if my therapist had assigned me like homework because I know your first therapist like did that, where she or like the second one, I can't remember no, which one. No, the first one didn't, and I wanted it. And then the second one did, and you didn't want it. No, it wasn't even home. Oh, <laughs> I, I did not get therapist number two was not my jam. No, she would do this thing where it wasn't personal. Every I think it was weekly, she would email all of her clients. No. And it was like mindfulness practices and like all these different things that were like general, like umbrella self-helpy kind of stuff. And that turned me off so much because like, I think I remember telling you some of them and it was like, tell someone you're grateful for them. And I was like, (laughs) why? That's not (laughs) like... Okay, gratitude's important, sure, but... No, I think it was, it was like, <laughs> write a card to someone and yeah. tell them how much you mean yeah. it, and I was dying that laughing. That is not my style. <laughs> I can barely, like... You know she loves you if she gives you shit. Yes. 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 And being um, 
oh, I just lost the word, but like sincere. Sincerity <laughs> is so hard work. Uncomfortable. Yeah. She's not good with it. So if I'm giving you sincerity, you are next level in my mm-hmm. <laughs> world. So if, like I've, if I've gotten to the point of being sincere with a person, like th- congrats or I'm sorry. I don't know. It could go both ways, but like... It's just not my, like, it's not somewhere I'm comfortable. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's easier to laugh and make fun of things and joke and... I don't know. I think I go back and forth where I'm. I can. I can go between sincerity, but I'm also just like, oh, no. if I'm you, not, you enjoy sincerity. I do. I definitely do. But also, like, if I'm not lightly giving you shit and bullying you, mm-hmm. like, hmm, see, then and I think maybe be a little is, worried. I mean, even like you and us tonight on the the mic. I don't have a lightly version. Mm-mm. <laughs> No, there's no light bullying. <laughs> there's just bullying. I'm just straight up. <laughs> That's why, like, I don't know. I don't want to get into all of it tonight. But, yeah, if I'm being kind and, like, not not kind. If I'm being sincere and honest and vulnerable about how I feel, like, don't fuck me over. <laughs> uh-huh. That's, I don't know. I'm not going to elaborate. But, um. No, I mean, it's a rare thing. So when it happens, it's always like, oh, shit, this is a special, like, or it's like, oh, I feel really honored that I'm, like, receiving this or, like, seeing this. I don't need that. I don't need that person to feel honored. I don't want that. But, like, just know if I'm to that level or to that point with you, like, I value you differently. Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're being sincere and genuine, so uncomfortable noises occur. <laughs> so yeah, but like with therapy, uh, I mean, the first the first time I went into therapy was because my life was literally a dumpster fire, uh-huh. and it was like survival mode. And then after I worked through a lot of that stuff and things sort of you know remedied themselves or resolved themselves or whatever, I was fine. And then, but I still felt like I needed okay, maybe I should be in therapy for myself now because mm-hmm. everything was, like, so outwardly focused the first time. And I didn't like that at all. I also think it was her approach of just, like... Because I think I... I go back and forth. I think I want the homework. I want someone who tells me to go home and, like, put things into practice. But don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so specific and yet so nebulous at the same time. Read my mind and give me exactly what I want, but I'm not going to tell you anything that is going to help you get there. Uh, no, I mean, no, I would be open with that, the therapist. I just... Mm-hmm. And now I have a new one. A man this time. Yeah. Maybe you'll take what he says a little bit more seriously. So far, it's just sort of been like shooting the shit. <laughs> Well, that's another thing about you, though, like going into the dietitian, going to therapy, you go in with like your results oriented Mm -hmm. or you have an end game or Mm -hmm. you you have something that you're like going for. Yep. Goal oriented. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I wish I was more goal or results oriented, but. But I think. I just kind of don't care what happens. We're all going to die. So, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I wouldn't mind if that came sooner. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> um, no, but, like, 
Yes, I go in for a specific reason or like because I want something out of it. But I think what usually ends up happening to me is that I realize that like the reason that I went in or the thing that I really want to work on Mm -hmm. is like a symptom of the deeper issue. And so it, Mm. it continues to be these like layers of like, oh, you came in because of like X, Y, and Z. Oh, well, it looks like the reason you're here is actually because you have a lot of anger. And then that just like Mm. breaks my world wide open because like anger is the emotion that I'm the least comfortable with. Yeah. Same. Anger. We've talked about it. I Mm -hmm. don't like anger at all. No. But I never got to that phase of like, well, this is a little bit of like, well, this is probably stemming from some other things in your life, but. This is going to sound so fucked up. (laughs) I usually go to therapy because everyone else is doing something. (laughs) 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 Or things are happening to me. Uh And I mean, I know that's not always the case, but. (laughs) But, okay. The codependency stuff was like so severe. And. I feel like I've gotten, I have made a ton of progress in that. You have. Area, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because that was like a, a thing I could comprehend and I was like consuming as much as I could. I read like five books or something about it. And um, that was something I could apply, but it was because I knew it was the result of like X, Y, and Z happening in my life that I like, res- like, turn to those coping mechanisms and doing the codependent behaviors but now (laughs) everyone else is just stupid and (laughs) need to figure their lives out (laughs) now it's not on you as much all right i don't know well and i think i don't know yeah maybe this is another thing in which i'm like uh or, or it's just, like, different where, like, I feel this need to be, like, I need to be the best version of myself mm-hmm. before I can take that to, like, anyone else. Or, like, before mm. I can, like, fully engage in things. And so I'm, like, kind of going after this um, pursuit of perfection or, like, this perfect ideal of myself that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And I need to practice a lot more acceptance and self-kindness than what yeah. I do. Um, because, you know, I mean, even like stupid shit, like, you know, this muffin recipe, it's Mm -hmm. not my fault that I don't love these muffins. It's 100% that recipe. Yeah. But I sit there and I'm like, oh, I'm really annoyed because I wanted these to be like very good. And she wanted me to moan when I ate them. I mean, I wanted a repeat of last week. That makes up for it. Thank you. That helps a little bit. No, and I don't think they were bad. I think they'd be really great, like warm with like a certain meal. I think they're still, Mm -hmm. it's not like they're like gross or bad. No. But I, I get, like, you had, like, something in mind. See, I I almost wish I had a little more, I think, like, higher standard for myself or expectation. Because I can be so content in the middle. I am so content in the middle. It's, it's like, the warmest, fuzziest place of, like, Yeah, we doing should balance enough. each other out. <laughs> <laughs> I do enough. And, like, I wish I was maybe more driven to some sort of success or some achievement and i'm i'm totally cool with 
this. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I, I envy that. <laughs> yeah, but this isn't necessarily good or healthy. So I Neither shouldn't. is this. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, somewhere in between those <laughs> is probably what I should aim for. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I should. I think we both should want better for ourselves, but the definition of better is different. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Because I'm also in a like, like I like, like I know, like you struggle with like, ex, like self acceptance and lo- like self love, mm-hmm. and I've felt acceptance from outside people and outside experiences, and that was enough to make me be okay. Like. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and I, like, that makes a lot of sense when you say that because, to me, I think because I haven't felt that acceptance in those, like, specific ways that you Mm -hmm. have or, like, um, like, because, like, I've never been in a committed relationship or, like, Mm -hmm. had that validation. Yeah. And I felt, like, shame about that or kind of being, like, oh, what is wrong with me that this isn't there but at the same time I think part of the reason that hasn't happened is because I'm like unwilling to accept that from someone else when I can't give it to myself yeah because to me I'm just kind of like yeah no no one else is gonna like I have to I I have have to to see myself yeah like I have to I have to do that and Um, yeah mine is a little different of like well this is these are people that I like love or respect or admire or want to be with and they seem to reciprocate that. And that's all I, that's fine. Good. Yeah. I want that like reciprocated, which makes me now in this point in my life, fine. Like <laughs> <laughs> my favorite word. However, new development. I think I told you. Hmm. <laughs> next, did, next, did week you? We'll, next week we'll have so much to talk about. Okay. Well, I'm taking a Pilates class. What? <laughs> I know. Okay. I signed up for a Pilates class on Saturday with one of the comics who teaches it. And um, I'm fully prepared to die. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for the next episode. Oh, man. Yeah. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Can't wait. Well, way to put yourself outside of your comfort zone, though. Cause that's so far outside it's so far out <laughs> i feel uh, yeah i feel i'm hoping i don't make too many extreme choices right now <laughs> uh i think if and your first extreme choice is a pilates class like you're good yeah you're good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah let's just hope it sticks <laughs> that way stays that way uh, we'll see man we uh we got into some stuff and i didn't even talk about the history of muffins or oh shit we really neglected the muffin yeah we did not we did not talk about them enough you know what else has been neglected what kaylee my muff (laughs) i know you're waiting for that one (laughs) (laughs) i mean i just haven't had any reason to keep it like high and tight you know no just letting it go yeah well who's gonna see it no one in nashville no one in nashville or anywhere else Mm. Ever again. <laughs> no, I just haven't haven't gone there. I mean I'm a razor away, but like why? That's a lot of effort. It truly is. a lot of work. You know you gotta lift your legs to do that. <laughs> Maybe after Pilates. Maybe after Pilates. <laughs> 
<laughs> I shaved my armpits yesterday for the first time because I stunk so bad. <laughs> and I was like, why do I smell so bad? Yes, the sun came out finally, but like, it's not that hot and I'm not like a sweater. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? Let me tell you, my armpits match my muff. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I was like, oh, I really let myself go in the last few weeks because I've just been the saddest baby. <laughs> just in your bed. Just called. <laughs> yeah. The sadness. Yeah. Just withering away and getting so hairy. <laughs> muffins do we want to let people know what next oh do we talk about what i'm making next week no but you should because i'm really excited i'm about it. excited and nervous because it's a long process uh-huh. so i'm gonna attempt to make focaccia next week i'm so excited and uh i think there's like a 12 to 16 hour like rising process and, like, I've been watching all the Instagram videos where they make all the cool, like, bubbles with their mm-hmm. fingers. And I'm just excited to just – it feels like a a very hands-on recipe. And I kind of like those, like, long, multiple steps, checking air temps and all these things and getting all the bubbles. I'm, I don't know. I'm excited about it. Yeah, that's a um, – well, I've never made it, so mm-hmm. I'm really excited to hear I even you. bought a new pan. Oh, shit. That's on my agenda. All right. Well, that sounds so like Pilates, a good time. Pilates and focaccia. Um, well, I do think that we have uh, a new review to read. Oh, yeah. Um, it sounds like our, you know, calling out of uh, someone kind of worked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... <clears throat> Malls to the wall said, <laughs> Hey, Molly. <laughs> uh, 10 10 would recommend five stars. Uh, the only criticism that I can come up with for this podcast is that I now want bread. Give me all the You're bread. You're welcome. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's the goal is to get everyone on, on board with delicious bread. I think, I think that's the reason we started. And it was kind of like, if you don't want to, or sway them not to eat muffins if they yeah, don't want yeah these cornbread muffins we'll do another maybe we'll do another muffin episode you know next year or down the line with mm-hmm. like a sweeter muffin yeah like or that. a different take on muffins yeah because we honestly we didn't really talk about muffins we didn't <laughs> and i remember like i had an easy bake oven as a kid oh. and i my mom always got me the um the jiffy instant kind of muffin mix uh-huh. with like the fake blueberries uh-huh. and i'd cook like little muffin pies in them well yeah those um those instant mixes were mm-hmm. huge in the popularity of muffins in the United States. So, oh, were they? We can talk about that next time. All right, in a year, we'll, we'll have do another, another muffin, muffin episode. episode. <laughs> All right, should we say muffin at the same time again? Because that was weird. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. I think that's it, guys. Yeah, folks. I think. Yeah, we want to be inclusive here. Uh, we'll keep trying. Yeah gotta it's gotta be the thing but all right well um Rate, as always review subscribe. subscribe find us on pass the bread podcast on instagram pass the bread pass the bread podcast.com on the world wide web sign up for the newsletter are you gonna include this recipe mm, no okay you're not feeling I, it i'm not recommending it okay i would not make this recipe again that's all we need to know yep so no cornbread muffins, but but I can 
put that cake recipe up. Definitely put the cake recipe in. That Why cake not? recipe was pretty good. It's great. Yeah. Into it. Uh, that's it. All I think, right. I think, you know, if you like us, follow us. Tell people about us. Mm-hmm. Keep oh. listening. Yeah. Let us know what you want to hear about. Our listenership is probably going to drop off every week <laughs> if we don't step up our game. So please tell your friends to listen to us because we really want a flower sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we do want that. Uh, all right. Well, all right. this has been great. Yeah. Take care, y'all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>